Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Aries, did you know all of our social media can be found on Spearsburg Pod now? What? Yeah. Spearsburg Pod, where you can get it on Twitter, Facebook. uh, Patreon? Yes, uh, uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. I, I believe YouTube, it, and MySpace. Even whoa, can you believe that shit? Yes, I can. Find us, guys, please, please. <laughs> Listen, I know we said to y'all um, the Megan Kelly, Bill Maher thing, uh, we were going to carry over. We didn't want to carry over from last week, but uh, I'll, we're going to mix it in with some regular emails, too. We're still going to address some of that because people wrote in, and I don't want them to feel slighted. Uh, so with that being said, uh, one email I can't wait to read is from the guy from London who was telling us about a startup on Amazon. He really oh, okay, wants yeah, us to yeah, watch yeah, yeah. Startup. Uh, and I told him, I don't know if I could just get into English blokes talking about drugs and money and cocaine and crime. I want my goddamn cocaine. And the words of Godfrey, although have it, well, then it's time for me to get your kneecaps busted by my bodyguard. Let me call him in. Oh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> From our girl, my Chevy Amore, only girl that I adore, how I let my heart beats for, how I wish that you were mine. Sheree, what's happening, baby? Um, hey, guys, uh, and the ANA family, uh, you sent out an SOS. Of course, I'm still here and haven't missed a pod. I'm still yelling out the answer to something Andy can't remember. (laughs) Word cancer, LOL. I said a while ago, I'm not going to write as much unless I have something specific to talk about. I know you're you're growing and have to read more mail. Sorry, I thought I thanked you on IG for my song. I absolutely love it. 
I agree with your assessment of music today. Excuse me. I don't buy uh, the argument they're young. When you have a real talent of su- for something. Oh, Dude, what God. did you eat today? Damn. <laughs> What'd you eat? This is from last night, nigga. Dude. I know, boy. My, my, my digestion is like your memory. <laughs> <laughs> Both things need help. <laughs> I can get you some Belinko and you should grab me something. Some Tums and Rolex yeah, before man, you walk in. Jesus. Oh, that is funny. Um, funny. When you have a real talent for something, it begins in childhood. Ask any drummer and they'll tell you they were banging on pots and pans as a kid. Not only that, Nas wrote Illmatic at 19 and Ice Cube, my favorite rapper, wrote Fuck the Police at 16. Ice Cube is your favorite rapper, Shamar. Come on, baby. Why, why Why do you give Ice Cube such a hard time as far as his like, I, legacy? Lyrically, he's just, he doesn't, he does not do it for me. You didn't like any of the NWA songs he wrote? No. Today was a good day. No one got shot. Yay, yay. Dude, you you do realize though that he that rap at that time was almost all East Coast. The the East Coast was the star of the show, and then and West that, Coast, and, and he, yeah. he he was one of the people that really made yeah. that movement happen. Yeah, but man, <sighs> all right. I too was disappointed with the Patrice O'Neill doc. It was fine, but I felt it was lacking. It was missing that same edge. He was known for. Here's my question to you. You finally get to have sex with Gemma. See, this is why I like Shamor. You know what I mean? She puts me in perfect, never will happen fantasy positions. Uh, Ten minutes in, you get too excited. You have a heart attack and die. What four or five comedians or celebs do you want sitting at the table talking about you? (laughs) That is awesome. Uh, Really, it wouldn't be who I want. It would obviously be who knew me. So really, it'd be Andy talking (laughs) to Frank Caliendo. Uh, And that would probably be it. Um, Yeah, baby. You know, I'm not loved in this motherfucker. That's not true. I'm not loving Godfrey it. would be there. Doing all the impressions yeah. that he said he does, he does better than me. Godfrey would be there. That's for sure. Aries, dad, what the hell? Yuck, yuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Damn, baby, you had me with Gemma and a heart attack. Damn, you just gave me the fantasy and the funeral at the same time. What, what position do you think would take you out? Oh, nigga. Um... <laughs> Dude, if she was bent over doggy style, and I just got to sm- whiff that pussy in the doggy style position, that might take me out. Oh, God. Oh, God. Whew. Oh, thank you, Shamor. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who would talk about you? No one. No one gives a shit. Uh, you know what would be fun, though, for me? What's that? This is going to sound so horrible, but we're comics, so you'll get... It's like, if it happened on the road, right? like, this happened, and I had to go do the show, I'd mm-hmm. still go do the show tonight, and I'd tell everybody, 
know what oh, you happened. You make the joke. Oh, you I did. tell everybody about what happened. Here's right. what happened. Oh man, you being a comic that is so <laughs> that is such a comic thing to do. Um, okay, uh, Brandon Watkins. Yo, Aries and Andy, greetings from across the pond. Cheerio. Gabna. This is just a quick email to plead with you and Andy to watch Startup on Amazon Prime. Trust me, Aries, it's as good. Did I read this already? It's good or better than Breaking Bad, The Wire, South Park Central. I think you did read it. How is this not well known? Yeah, I think I did. You did? Yeah, I did. And he said, get Casey, uh, Kyla Lacey. Back on the podcast. Yep. I'm sorry, brother. I, I read your shit already. Uh, my fault. Um, but yeah, we're going we gonna, we gonna to try to check you it out. You might need some of that ginkgo biloba. Nigga. <sighs> Jesus. All right. Um, this is from Rand Foots, uh, a nigga with the slave name. What up, Aries and Andy? It's Rand Foots. I also had to write this on behalf of my good brother, Aries. I was the one that brought it to my brother's attention about Godfrey's impression of Paul Mooney. I had to hit you on the Instagram, my guy. The difference between your impression and Godfrey's is night and day. You have the more accurate impression, the body language, the mannerisms, and most importantly, the goddamn voice. I love uh, what Godfrey does, but there is a big... Oh, I love what Godfrey does, but there is a big butt. Oh, big butt in regards to his Mooney. The nigga sounded like Keith David. Nothing about that impression was spot on. The nigga sounded like Black Batman. It struck a nerve in me, bro. That was gas in his video. It was gas in his video hard. He sounded nothing like him. There was nothing spectacular about it. I love Godfrey, but the truth is, uh, but truth is truth. Aries, you have the power, nigga. The nigga with the slave name is spoken. Tell that nigga, Andy, I said, what up? Keep doing what you do. Lastly, your Mooney is way fucking better. Niggas need to recognize. You know, if I were white, Brand, I would sign your freedom papers early, nigga. Aries, you got the juice. You got the juice now. <laughs> yeah, you know black shit, nigga. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, um, listen I, and I spoke with Godfrey. Um, he knows that. Um, but he has so much more, so many more followers than me. Uh, and I, and I'm being petty. Um, that was the thing that bothered me is like Tisha Campbell, uh, so many celebrities hit him up and was like, yo, that's incredible. And I'm not taking, and, and my goal wasn't to take the light off him, but I'm also going, nigga, me, I do this shit. Well, Godfrey does, does Godfrey do more impressions than you though? Overall, does he have more? I don't know, um, but but the ones he does that uh, because the ones you do is my point is you don't put out an impression unless you feel that you got mannerisms, right? The vocal you have to have the whole package, or you won't right. put it out there. Because I've seen you the work only on shit. Impression outside of Mooney that I don't think Godfrey does incredibly well is Denzel. Um, but you know where I'm going with that. I told you every time my man, he puts all of us to shame. Um, but every other impression I've ever seen Godfrey do, he does splendid, except Mooney. Now, you know, his joke, he did the one joke where he talked about, uh, the, the, the bitch in England, you're not, they don't want you to be, you're not royal, you're a black bitch, you're a crown royal. So, I mean, he, he great joke. a great joke. Um, but as far as the, the voice, I still hear Godfrey in the impression. You don't hear Aries. Nowhere in this nigga. Nowhere do you hear 
Me, nigga. Okay, but going back to your uh, Sea King and yes. your uh, Denzel, yes. I, I disagree with you. I know you do. Because Sea King, although his voice is on point, right, does not have the facial features that you... you well, he, here's the thing, and I know you can't, on an impression, anybody that does a good impression, you can't copyright an impression. And if you're really good, the details are important. But I feel like, like when I started doing Shaq, really nobody was doing Shaq. Then when I started doing Shaq, this one comedian, I can't remember his name, who would literally steal my shit. Everybody, Jamie Foxx started doing it. Pharaoh did it and exaggerated it. The eye. Yeah. No one was doing the face. You know, on a 2810 and that eye and the and certain words you say, those eyes pop open wide. No one was doing that. Then everybody started doing that. Denzel, I started doing the mouth. All right, the stroke mouth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then everybody started doing it. Um, C. King did it. But to say I own that is ridiculous. But C. King because doesn't it, get it. It's, it's a detail. You have to have the details. Yeah, but C. King doesn't do it in all of his impressions. He has, like, it, you do the impress, like I said. And, and this is not a knock on C. King. I think his impression's mm-hmm. great. You you don't release your impression until you have all the details. And so, like, if you went up and you just did a conversation, like, mm-hmm. if, like if you were to have a, a Denzel conversation speaking with someone else mm-hmm. you would incorporate that into the whole conversation i watched yep. c king do the other thing where he was so, like uh, i think it was denzel selling laundry detergent or something like that and he had the hand movement mm-hmm. but he didn't have the it wasn't well, you all know there. another thing too and this is where i'm kind of patting myself on the back a little bit but i really give ode to eddie murphy because again i remember when somebody wrote the email and said there are some dudes who do impressions but don't have the jokes then there are dudes who got great jokes but don't have the impressions. Eddie Murphy did both, and I pride myself on that. You know, I, I never won it again. Frank Caliendo is my man, but Frank's whole thing has always been impressions. I always wanted to tell people, when you, yeah, hear the impression, but the context, the joke, the joke within the impression, I think is what makes it extra strong. You know, when I did the Popeye shit as Paul Mooney and I would go, you niggas, I, I know you love what's in the batter. They put Aretha Franklin's ashes in the batter. That chicken had soul. That is a great joke with a great impression. It, 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 it makes it stronger. And, and C. King is not really a stand-up comic. Right. So... But but and just so people don't think I'm just kissing your ass because I work with you. Um, nigga, you better or you're fired. Yeah. Um, you're... Um, I'll tell you which one that I think he has a little advantage on you. Uh, um, Godfrey. Godfrey. Is uh, your, um, uh, Scar- what's Scarface? Uh, what's his name? Al Pacino. Al Pacino. I think his Al- I've never seen him do Al Pacino. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was his Al Pacino. Really? I thought it was like this. But he has more that younger Al Pacino tone. You mm, have the older. The gravelly, the, the, right. Yeah. Got you. Well, yeah, you might be right. Shit. But, but I, I'm, so I'm just saying, but on that, uh, on, on that one, mm-hmm. dude, without a doubt. And, and the Denzel, I don't think you're. I, I think you're under. I think you're underappreciating your own abilities on your Denzel. Um, Kenneth Salter, uh, what up, ANA? Love the podcast, guys. Faithful listener for sure. This is my second email. I wrote in about the 2000s era. I was wondering if you had time to think about that. Anyway, I haven't seen Coming to America too, but after hearing your take, I think I might pass. Now, here's where he confuses me, though. He goes, I would rather him do a vampire in Brooklyn, too. 
one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. What do you think? Keep up the good work. Much love. Listen, I know it's subjective, but you like Vampire in Brooklyn, nigga? You didn't think that the play on Blackula was like worthwhile? Or, no? Nah, that was, that was Eddie in the Wizards years. <laughs> you know? That one moment in the church, my favorite moment. God damn! It gets me last. Yes, is good. Evil. You get a piece of evil ass. Whoa! That moment was a Jordan Wizards moment. But overall, nah, son. I think it could have been better, but I mean, I still, I, I saw that. I saw that in the it theaters. It warrants a two? I saw that in the theaters. No, I don't yeah. know. Dude, if, if you really went, I, I think it would have been better if you would have just done all the black exploitation films and wrapped it up in that. In that. But do you think he was really trying to? No, do- but it, it was, but it, right. but but it had a history behind it anyway. Right. So uh, I was pulling from that. All right. Um, yeah. Fuck. I wish you. I wish you. Dude, he has so much. There's so much that people want. The thing about Eddie Murphy. Here's the thing that I want to say: this so much that people are saying, so much people want from him, and he's been working this whole time. It isn't like he hasn't been working. Right, but they wanted, again, they, they want wanted old Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. They want Axel Foley Eddie, 48 Hours Eddie. I don't think that guy is around anymore. I don't either. I don't either. Um, and I, for the record, I think Another 48 Hours is a very underrated Eddie Murphy movie. It wasn't as good as the first, but I think it's, it's pretty damn good. And, and we did miss over, we didn't talk about Dolomite when we were trying to do our top five. Right. And Dolomite was good for today, Eddie Murphy. Right. It's also a char- It's also not a character that he created. He's. I would have somebody. loved to have seen him do Dolomite in the eighties. Oh yeah, when he was the risk taker, and he was. It would have been raw. Mm, yeah. Um. <laughs> he probably would have come straight dick out. Oh, dude! In the eighties, man. Um. <laughs> This is from Aunt Johnson. Uh, what's good, partners? Say this in the Asian voice. LOL. Oh, what's good, partners? God, we, we got a compilation of that now between partners, that discrimination, and what's the other thing? $10 a lot of money. No, B water. Oh, B water. But that's Bruce Lee. Yeah, but it's still Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's a whole nother realm, man, because that's, right. that's, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's Bruce Lee. All right. Ayo, Aries and Andy, I'm a big supporter of the podcast. I tune in every Wednesday and Thursday to listen to you guys chop it up. I came across an Instagram post that I DM to both of you. I thought it would be a great topic to discuss on the pod. I already know that you guys talked about all these actors before on previous episodes, but fuck it. The question is, who has the better acting skills? Psychopath edition. And these are his six picks. Heath Ledger, The Dark Knight, Christian Bale, American Psycho, which I've never seen. It's, it's, it's good. Javier ya, Bardem, No Country for Old Men, which awesome. I've never seen. Anthony Hopkins, Silence of the Lambs, Jack Nicholson, The Shining, Kevin Spacey, Seven. Oh, that's a pretty solid, but I have not seen American Psycho. You didn't see No Country for Old Men either? No. no Country for Old Men. I love the character because it's almost like the Jason character, Halloween, mm-hmm. but in a real person because it just keep, he just keeps coming. No Is he sick? What. Nah, he's, 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 he has to take this guy out and you just, he no matter if he gets shot, stabbed, whatever happens, right. he's, he keeps coming. 
and uh, that makes it. Kind I'm gonna of I'm gonna take for me, American Psycho and um, No Country for Old Men out because yeah. I haven't seen it. Okay, so that brings the list down to four. <sighs> oh boy, oh boy. I'm going to put, it almost feels wrong to do it because it's like a comic book character. But Heath Ledger, man, I almost put him as, nah. Kevin Spacey is number one in seven. Uh, Heath Ledger, number two. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs didn't move me like that. But that was an original character, man. I know, but. And The Shining felt dated. Again, to me, that's the one moment. Head through the door. I'll bash your fucking brains in. Other than that, he was, you know. Yeah, but when he's at the typewriter and you see him, I mean, it, 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 it's the slow play. He's typing, he's typing, he's typing. And then they finally sing that letter and it's all work for all work and no play. It makes Jack a dull boy. And you really, even though he wasn't in there for that, you right. really got the sense of this creepy, but that's not his acting. That's, that's, that was the direction and the writing of the movie. Yeah, so for me, Kevin, Heath, um, Hopkins, Nicholson and Hopkins. No. This is, they have to be psychotic characters, right? These characters. But that's what he wants is a list of the psychotic characters. I'm trying to think if there's any other that. uh, No, but what's your list out of these six? Dude, I really like uh, Heath Ledger's. Well, uh, you want me to do all six or take some or take those two out? You saw them, saw them all, right? Yeah. So do the six. Um, man, Heath Ledger's character. I really enjoy that character though, because he's not psychotic. He's not just psychotic. He's also relatable and he's understandable when he's uh, when he's talking to the uh, the bosses, the like the, mm-hmm. and now he's flipped a little bit on. You understand him a little bit different. Uh, I, I think that character is so what complex. Happened? Your balls drop off. Oh, yeah. That com- that character is so complex. I have to put that number one. He really took that to a, to that's that's a that's a different level. Um, Javier uh, uh, Bardem in, in No Country for Old Men. I really the movie wasn't like the greatest movie I've ever seen, but the character, the way that he went through it, and he was going to take that dude out. That's so two. That might be my two. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins is probably my three. I really like the character that he set up. Um, and then I probably go uh, Kevin Spacey, Jack Nicholson, and then uh, Christian Bale. Just because I'm, I'm not a big Christian Bale guy. No? No. Right. I, 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 not, in that, not in that movie. I like like in the, what was that? Ford, Ford versus, versus Ferrari. I thought he was incredible in that. But I, I, not, I, didn't, I don't know. That Why I, are you driving so fast? I don't know. His wife is sexy in that to me. She is. Yeah. Um, but is American Psycho a great movie? It's a good movie. It's really, it, it is a good movie. But I, does it, check it out. I don't know if it holds right. up the same way because we, we, right. we've gone so deep. Mm. But Heath Ledger, the way he did that character, I have a hard time because I, you know that I like, uh, what's the other dude that plays uh, the Joker? Uh, uh, Jared Leto. I really like that he was risked it and took, risked everything and took a whole new take on the Joker. Mm-hmm. And I kind of always want to give him the number one spot as my Joker, but Heath Ledger, man, that the and then my father took a knife and he put it in my mother's mouth and he asked, "Why so serious?" 
dude, that is just yeah. yeah. Um, I'm hyped to hear you guys pick because that shit is a tough one based off their performances in these movies. I went with Hopkins, Silence of the Lambs, because the way he played that character was mad creepy. Also, he was out there eating fools' brains. Um, much love and respect to you guys. Still waiting on that all-black T-shirt to drop. Can you feel it, baby? You got to get that out. Get them an XLTs if possible. Aunt Johnson. P.S. Aries, I put up a post on Twitter asking if they could lift the ban. Told them it's been long enough. Free my guy with Ed with an Ed lover. Come on, son. Gif. Twitter has it. Twitter wasn't having it. You're still in solitary, homie. I'm never getting out of Shawshank Redemption. Dude, um, when you, when he does talk about Anthony Hopkins and that, mm-hmm. the, the end was so. Um... Like that, the the end line was so uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger when he said, "I, I can't talk now," or however t- I'm having an old friend for dinner. Oh wait, wait! You talking about in uh, Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, yeah, I can't talk now. I'm having an old friend over for dinner. <laughs> yay, yay! <laughs> but that line was so like you know uh, like, over for dinner. Uh, yeah. yeah, I could hear it. Yeah. I love I, I, lo- I love that last line. Uh, it seems kind of cheesy now. But mm-hmm. when I was watching that movie, I was like, that right. dude is a sci- mm. Yeah. Yeah, he just never, he never gave me the chills like that. Really? Nah. Nah. You know, do you remember the, the scene where uh, she's walking out after talking to him and uh, the one dude jerks off and throws his cum on, mm-hmm. on her? And then it, it's not even the scene, but then you realize that he kill, he made that guy kill himself. Like he... Talk that guy into killing himself, or he killed him. But I don't know how he got out of his plexiglass right. cell. So he had to whatever he said. He was able to manipulate that guy into killing himself. That that character, there's a lot of depth in that I'll, character. I'll give you one um, honorable mention that should have been in that list: uh, John Malkovich in the Line of Fire. I don't know if I saw that. With Clint Eastwood. I don't know if I saw it. Oh, no, Andy, no. Really? No, you didn't see that. I don't think so. I might have to. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think I do remember. Yeah, I have to watch it again because I don't remember. Yeah, that scene on the phone where up until this point, John Malkovich plays everything silent, creepy, slow. But then uh, Clint Eastwood says some things to trigger him. And he ends the phone conversation where he yells at him and says, uh, the only reason why you are alive is because I haven't killed you yet. Show me some goddamn respect. Yeah, I do remember Oh, that movie. God. Oh, that was good. Um, you know what movie, and I don't think it really falls underneath this, but it, it's it's kind of a, the guy's a little, the guy's obviously psycho, was Face Off. Oh, you're talking about... Uh, John Travolta and... A uh, lot of people... Well, I, I, I remember uh, uh, Ed Norton, uh, Ed Norton, uh, Jim Norton on Opie and Anthony. He shitted on that movie so bad. It made it hard to like it. it but because it's impossible for the way that they did it. But it was, it's, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I liked the movie. I, and I liked the way it was filmed. It's right. uh, John Woo did, did it. Yeah. The, the, with the capes and the guns. It right. was such a fuck. Oh, no, it had a cool look to it. Uh, the one part that I just, I can't. It just, I'm like, stop it. Uh, when they obviously have switched faces and personalities, and John Travolta, for the first time, a- AKA Nicolas Cage, goes to his house and they show his wife, and she's got on that gray business suit, 
And as she walks away, they did an extreme close-up on her ass. Nigga, please. That ass looked like a flat box delivery from Amazon, nigga. Buttocks. Buttocks. (laughs) That shit was straight buttocks. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Oh. Um from Lewis Blackshear. Uh y'all are the bomb. What it is, fellas? This is my first email. Oh, you virgin you. Uh but I've been listening since your introduction of the podcast on the Tom Joyner show. First I want to thank you Aries. Tom Joyner morning Joe. Listen, I love Tom Joyner, uh, and Lord knows he's shown me a lot of love doing the show. But there would be times I would hate going over there, dude. It would be five in the morning, and he just wanted me to do the impressions. And the setup was always, hey, Tom Joyner in the morning. Aries, what would Denzel say? If What would Shaq do? I'm like, nigga, it's five, nigga. Could you do what Denzel would do if you weren't trying to make him feel okay about himself? Five o'clock in the morning, he walk in there, and Denzel's like, "What would Tom? What would uh, Denzel say?" But give the honest thing that you'd want to say. <laughs> it's early, brother. It's early right now. It's five in the morning, Tom. Huh? All right, you want me to do impressions? It's five in the morning, Tom. I haven't even had breakfast yet. I haven't had eggs. I haven't had bacon. Huh? I haven't had ham. All right, I haven't even had coffee. I haven't drank anything. I haven't eaten anything. And you want me to do that right now? Huh? <laughs> Nigga, you crazy. <laughs> uh, um, that's that's the clip that's going out. Oh, man. First, I want to thank Aries for introducing us to Andy. Andy, you bring so many perspectives that are established in wisdom. You sound Asian, nigga. Dude. I'm, I, I've never been told I was established in wisdom. Andy, you bring so many perspectives <laughs> that are established in wisdom. See? Thank you, Aries. You're an asset to comedy and our generation. Both, both you brothers, thanks and keep it up. I'm currently listening to the Megyn Kelly episode. As usual, you are both, you are, you are, you are, you both are making valid points. I understand Andy's point of parents I understand Andy's point of parents being accountable to what is taught to their children. Welcome, dog. It's your first email and your first $10 a lot of money. (laughs) And also understand Andy's point about children not being ready to hear or be told about social issues. However, Aries is also on point about children being prepared. This is a tough one regarding kids. Andy's point keeps the child sheltered. Aries is all for reality exposure. Ironically, I agree with you both. Unfortunately, Andy, I don't think it's as simplistic as you were explaining. We are in a time where keeping it real is not only essential, but imperative. On the other hand, many people, uh, many people have the right perspective. And because of this fact alone, this is one of the reasons divisive, 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 divisive behaviors exist. Anyway, Thanks for all your work and keeping me dizzy with laughter, LB4. P.S. The song Sarah is by Jefferson Starship. And yes, I'm a black man. I just love music. Yeah, uh, thank you, brother. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I knew who it was by. Um, and my, our guy Steve actually sent me the correct words, which I knew that too. 
but the comedy is in the oh no no. <laughs> um, yeah, he he agrees with both of us. Yeah, and we've addressed it. So, uh, but like the letter, like that he's been a long time listener. I'm glad he Thank finally you, wrote. Man. Finally, yeah. thanks for uh, letting us know you're out there. I love when we pop new cherries, nigga. Um, <laughs> can't do a good pop sound right now. There we go. Yo, ANA, what up? This is from Alan Camacho. I appreciate y'all reading my emails on the show. I'm four for four. I don't know if I read this. Tell me if I read this. So far, so, so far, so, I got to keep my email game strong to stay perfect from the field. Not going to lie, this shit makes my day. Getting my thoughts heard on the pod. Feels so good, I go home and give my girl five minutes of A1 dick. That's what made me think I read this before. I don't think you You don't remember the A1 dick? Uh Uh-uh. All right. You don't remember getting an A1 dick? I've never got A1 dick. Okay, I was just trying to test your sharpness. Okay. Uh, Enough of that, though. On to my email. I was hoping to get your takes on a debate me and my buddy from work had. Who wins in a fight between John Wick versus the Equalizer? The Equalizer is getting John Wick the fuck out of there. Both are nice with gunplay, but the Equalizer is more resourceful. He can take out your whole squad with shit he finds in the lumber aisle at Home Depot. I think I read this. Anyway, man, y'all keep doing what y'all doing, putting out fire pods. Um, I'm gonna give it to John. I'm gonna give it to uh, the Equalizer, uh, just because you know I can't let the brother. I got to stand by the brother. Uh, I'm gonna give it to John Wick because he's making uh, Hollywood more money right now, so they'll give him a way to win. Oh, is he making him more money though? Well, it's the new franchise. I mean, the the Equalizer franchise has kind of gone. We're at the end of it well, right yeah, now, right? Clearly, clearly. I don't think he's gonna. He ain't gonna. He ain't getting younger. That's true. Um, but so neither is uh, Keanu. Yeah, but he still. But he looks. He, he's know. fifty something. He still looks good. Yeah, I mean, but listen. Once you start getting up there, fifty and sixty could be dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Mayor, mayor, cans. <laughs> it's just cans. <laughs> they wanted me back So yeah, I'm guessing I'm back Say that in a 60-year-old uh, voice of his Of his? Yeah, make him <laughs> They wanted me back <laughs> So I'm guessing I'm back <laughs> You know who's the best example of Cans <laughs> It's just cans <laughs> You know who the best example of that is Sylvester Stallone what you know? Because he stayed. Yeah, but his muscles, them old, them old, in shape, but old muscles look creepy. Well, he even said he wanted to retire that character. You know, the the, the fighter, right? Because he was just tired of trying to stay in that shape. Yeah, but yeah, he got them old man in shape, but ain't in shape muscles. <laughs> you know what scares me, John? I quit my job. My wife gets better. Then I hate her for it. Um, a bail Asmrom. Uh, yeah, this is, I know I haven't read this one before, but I'm familiar with him. It's this thing with this weird name. Uh, subject: Homeboys in outer space kill black sitcoms. Um, a- Andy, aka Gator. Uh, that's your nickname now, Gator. Okay. Gator. You was talking about some show called Benson and other old ass shows. You was asking what happened to black, black sitcoms. So here's the deal. Around the early 2000s, all the black 
great black TV sitcoms died with UPN and that John Legend sounding WB frog. Oh, I remember that. John yeah. Legend. Yeah, John always sounds like he has um, stomach aneurysms. Girl, I'm in love with you. This ain't the honeymoon. We're past the infatuation phase. Um, yeah, I like John Legend. I do too. Um, but karma's a bitch because all your white sitcoms died about 10 years later with the inventions of smartphones and people cord-cutting cable plus lowered attention spans. So ha, 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 motherfucker. Yeah, dog, but there's always still room for white folks. Have fun watching The Office for the 134th time and quit hating on Gemstar. She's a bad bitch. We all know... Uh, your little Jew pecker can't reach that pussy. You'd be fucking straight cheeks, my nigga. Laugh out loud, but you my guy, and I fucks with you, Andy. I love how niggas shit on you. And, <laughs> and then tell me, I know Aries. What's good, OG? I've been watching Snowfall since day one, and I don't know if both y'all have picked up on this or not, but I've noticed Franklin always walks upright, chin up, chest out, and somewhat confident. But when he's about to sucker somebody or kill them, he plays the role like he's weak docile with his shoulders slumped around that person as if he's tricking them into a false sense of power until he snatches that shit and they don't see it coming for example look at him dealing with his homie kevin before killing him he was begging the cop andre to leave town before some dome checking him uh oh watch he was to leave town before dome checking him all right watch how he talks to scully super docile but when he talks to man boy leon the cia dude and even old boy who jumped him in the jail and franklin threatened to kill his entire family he's talking to them like a boss i don't know maybe i'm off what do you get what do you guys think yeah i think that's part of the acting though yeah i think that's part of the character yeah you know what i mean like he's he's two these almost heckling heckling what was it heckling heckling jekyllin it well i think in this next year He's passed his girl, and he's and obviously he killed the dad. Right. So I think now it's all boss, because he can't go back at this. Well, point. and 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 we won't know that until we really watch this season. Yeah, because he's uh, he's he's we know that he got injured. Right. Um, I already saw the first two episodes, so I know that they they they're dealing with that. But he, uh, yeah, he has to be the boss now because he has he can't you can't go backwards. You can't shoot. Yeah, him. and I'm and I'm and, and and you know as much as I've enjoyed it. Uh, I, I need to see him grow up now. Yeah, I don't want to see him still in school. It's time to grow up. Um, so yeah, um, Raja B. I wonder if Raja knows Kulsh. I don't know, but I, I just want to tell the last guy. Listen, if I was going to fuck Gemstar, I'm not going to say I've, uh, I have. A, uh, it's above average. But all you do. Oh, I can't. You won't see this. You you push the cheeks apart further. Mm. See, you might not know this because obviously you said you make it sound like you're playing with maximum uh, uh, effort there. You got like you got something, you got a piece, dude. So, what I would have to do is I'd just push the cheeks back further so that I could get closer. Something tell me Andy Dick bigger than mine. <laughs> God damn. He know how to get up in some pussy. Or you, Don't let this motherfucker fool you. Or you just go straight up, legs up on the. Push him over. Would you ever eat her from the back, doggy style? I, no, because I, 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 I'm not a Gemstar fan. I'm not. 
that you know what she just it just looks so like the, the, I think there's an area it looks so like you could eat you could probably pour some cereal in there pour some milk in you can eat milk out of there that's how you eat elephant pussy <laughs> okay, you know, you do around you eat that elephant pussy um it's just not my style this nigga um Raja B uh just a quick one uh that email from Italy episode 240 Perfect in time for the Tony voice. Love y'all. Uh, and please come to Alaska. Also, Andy, uh, the last time I emailed you gave me great advice for starting stand-up later in life. I've written about 25 minutes and have done a couple open mics since then. I'd say I'm not stealing any spots from better comics so far. Keep up the good works. Raja Bakri. It's awesome, man. Yeah, i love to hear 25 minutes of Indian jokes. Uh, you know, he's in Alaska. You can't just do Indian jokes. That's bullshit. We have 7 Eleven in Alaska. <laughs> uh, dude, have you ever done Alaska? Yes, I have. One time with D.L. Hewley a million years ago. And what, what it, it was a cool experience. But it's like a, it's a theater, right? It wasn't even really a theater. It felt more like a convention center that they just turned a, a huge banquet hall into a place to do stand up. I would love to do Alaska. I would love to go out there. Yeah, I'd love to go back because I haven't been but the one time. Um, I'd love to do Europe. I, I would love to take you to Europe, dude. Aries like needs to book a tour. It's it's so fucking... Um, to introduce somebody to that shit, it's fucking great. How how I, w- I would bomb, though, constantly until I figured it out, though, right? No, I don't think you would because I think that your material lends itself to the human experience. Um you don't do anything about race, which for me was tough because they don't have the racial issues we have here. So I would have to lean on pop culture, uh, impressions, and things that humans relate to, sexual jokes. Uh, but your stuff already lends itself to the human experience. What? What? I got to ask you this question since you do do I'd be interested to see how they intercept your ADD shit. I'd be interested to see that too. Are they as receptive or even more? Yeah, boy, oh they push God. back and get nervous yeah. about it. But my question to you about impressions, and I, and I never asked you this uh, personally or you know off the podcast or anything, but what is the fascination with someone who sounds like someone else that's famous? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I, and I'm not knocking what you're doing. This is not oh, to no, knock it. I'm, I'm trying to understand this. But if you, you know, you get a, a painting that you put up. The poster isn't as valuable, but you can have a poster up. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying that that's what you do because it's it's a mm. difficult thing to do. But what is it that amazes people that you that you can sound like someone else? That you that it's like when you what's the character's name? We we couldn't think of it before. Raven and X Men. Okay. To be yeah. able to totally become someone else's voice and personality, knowing that's not your own, and knowing that a lot of people can't. Most people can't. Most people can't do that. No, yeah, no. That's a five percent. You know, and if uh, someone could do it, maybe they could do a couple words from one person, right? But and and even again, like you just said, even the people that say they do it, you could find the holes, right? So when you find the people that lock it in, it's fucking mind blowing, nigga. Yeah, I get. Yeah. If you put a gun to my head and said make a balloon animal, I'd die. <laughs> so people that make balloon animals are fascinating to me. I should just start saying I'm doing an impression of like people that um that they don't that they know but they don't really know well enough. Like that dude who does the paintings with the 
He passed With away. The afro? Yeah, that dude. Right. Like I, I, no one would know who his real voice is. Right. But no one would care either. But then that you'd have to lean on the visual. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, Rajah, keep doing your thing, man. I, I, and he said he lives in Alaska. Damn. Indian and in Alaska. That's got to be something to that. Um. He, he's hiding from somebody. Yeah. Probably Kolsch. <laughs> Every time Carlos calls me, tells me to take a bath with him. He lays on one end of the tub and I lay on the other. And we both have our feet out with socks with the toes. It's very uncomfortable. Because as long as we sit upright, there's no ball connection. But once we both dip into the water, our balls slide into a utopia of togetherness. There was no out on that one. That Not was at all. No. no. Hey, Coles, do you know that nigga that be at the Toronto Raptors games with the hijab on? I wonder if you know that nigga. Brandon Bryant. Yo, A and A. I have to be one of the many black people to talk to Andy after the la- the last episode. Um, I've been listening from the beginning and have listened to my man's growth. But in caps, there it is. Uh-oh. The butt. Oh, you have to know the letter is proactive. I'm from the South, or Kansas to be exact. I was told by my white children early in life how we couldn't be friends due to my skin. Well, I was told by white children, not by my white children. This means that a child can learn this at that age and know what racism is. The wording of the letter is also not too harsh. Have you read a history book at all? The description? What is that? Description. No, he said we wrote description. That nigga skipped the R. Yeah, but yeah. But oh, okay, I didn't know what I thought it was. I'm just going with what I think it is. Right. Uh, yeah, them white kids probably couldn't play with you because uh, you couldn't spell description. So, uh, the, des- the description of Native Americans and African American don't leave much to be desired. These are used every day. Andy, I like you on this podcast, but you got to open your eyes a little more. You make great points on some things. However, this wasn't one of them. Keep killing this. Keep killing the game, guys. Loyal listener, Brandon. I mean, he don't agree with you bringing, as my man said, amounts of wisdom. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Make everybody happy. I'm, I wasn't trying to. Right. But, um, yeah, you know, that's that's the opinion. I, I Again, but he says the same thing. I'm not saying the conversation isn't supposed to happen. Right. I'm not saying the education isn't supposed to happen. Right. I was, my concern was, is, is it appropriate at that age level? And I am understanding that in some aspects it is appropriate. But I, everybody, uh, the letter... People have also pointed out that that might not be understandable to those kids, and there is. But I think there's better ways to teach kids, and I hope that's what happens. Listen, man, I'm 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 campaigning for it. Sesame Street slavery. I think that's a skit, nigga. That is a fucking skit. Uh, yeah, nigga. I'm I'm that's a skit. All right. Uh, this is from my other girl. What have you found out? And 
No, seriously, are you, uh, are you? Do you watch Sesame Street ever? Still, do you ever? No, I mean I watched it when I was a kid. I watch it because it's still evolving. You know, they add characters. But didn't they take it off? It's done now. Uh, no, I still see it on uh, morning programming sometimes. Really? But it's probably it might be. Uh, it's probably uh, older episodes. Now, as innocent as Sesame Street was, just off the top of your dome, is there any reason that could be canceled today? Oh, I'm sure that there must you be. You think so? I'm sure. I'm sure that there's something in there that could be could make, get them canceled. If, if they go back all the way. Because culturally, we've evolved. And so what may have seemed... Okay, for instance, and, and listen... I'm, I'm, I'm going over the characters in my head. Cookie Monster? No. Why would he? Grover? No. Big Bird? Snuffleupagus? But things that the they... The Grouch? S- maybe the Grouch. The, oh, no, they they changed it. Okay, first of all, Cookie Monster they were they had a problem with because he ate cookies and it's bad for kids, and they wanted him to have to eat some vegetables and stuff too. Oh, no. Yeah, I do remember that happened. Yes, yeah, uh, they did, and I I do think there was something with the Grouch and how he had to be. They had to tone him down in a different way. Yes, this has all happened. There also is talk about Snuffleupagus, and I don't know if anybody ever did anything about this, but since only this is kind of funny since only Big Bird saw Snuffleupagus. Only Big Bird could see smoke. So they said that that was an acid trip. Some people tried to... Con- oh, my God. So, and, and what I'm saying is since we have evolved, you know, a 90-year-old... And this is going to... I know this is still going to hit the wrong way, but I don't... This is how the only way... A 90-year-old white woman who might have said the word colored, and if she was talking today and said colored, you would want to... Today, you would read what she said, and you would cancel her for that back then, even though that was progressive for the 90-year-old. So if they go back through history, they can cancel anybody that they want to. Wow. Bert and Ernie, was there some sort of gay accusation? Yeah, they, they, they thought that they were two guys living together. But you know what's going to – it would be interesting if they came out and we found out that one of them is actually li- – has been living transgender. <laughs> and you know what's so crazy? That's not too far-fetched. No, it's not. Not but, for today. But again – and again, I am not as long as far as I'm saying with what I said about that letter and what I'm saying about that. How far? And this is where I'm saying I think that there's intelli- way more intelligent people than me that understand curriculum and how to teach kids. Is that the entry point for kids? Where where do we set up the entry point? And 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 then how much do we give them that they understand from that from that first engagement? And then how do we educate past that? Because the goal in education is an introduction and then to elevate people in their education. That's what I think I, I failed to say when, I, when we said this. But it's always where's the education, where, where's the entry level, and then where do we move up and how fast do we move up and to where do we move to? This is very interesting to me. I find it very interesting because as we develop and we grow, uh, we are going to have to become more aware of everything. And how do we how do we introduce all that into uh, to our, our our children, and so that they become productive and and uh, reasonable adults? All right, <clears throat> Deidre and Johnson, episode two forty one. The bigger issue with school slash children and race is this. The history that is taught in schools has to be overhauled. Every single textbook must reflect the true history of America. Why did I need to learn about Ponce de Leon? Ridiculous. 
Oh, I so agree with you, Miss Johnson. Um, every single textbook should begin with the First Nation people that were here before Columbus and what happened to them after he arrived. The truth about ripping Africans from Africa and the history of Chattel slavery here. I wish I really knew. And I, you know what? That's maybe my own self-education because I really wish I knew more about that so that when I get into arguments with white folk who like to use that deflection point, well, black sold blacks into slavery, uh, the same way they use the deflection point. What about Chicago and black on black crime? Um, yeah, but I, I've heard from people that the that the Chattel slavery was not nearly the same. Is it Chattel or Chattel? Whichever it is, I think it's Chappelle slavery. I'm selling niggas. I'm selling niggas. <laughs> All right, Chappelle slavery. Um, so that I can get into those debates with people and let them know that's not really what you think it is. But let me finish reading this shit. The history of Reconstruction and voter suppression, Jim Crow and lynching, civil, civil rights, and the white fight against civil rights. The history of Tulsa and Rosewood, the draft riots in New York City. These history books should contain the contributions of both white and black Americans. That the history of black Americans is more than MLK, Malcolm X, Frederick Douglass, Rosa Parks, and Harriet Tubman. What about Charles Drew, Arthur Ashe, my, my Angelo? Garrett Morgan, and Elijah McCoy. Once the true history of America is taught in all schools, we can then begin to dismantle America's original sin. This should not be placed in the hands of individual teachers. Miss Deidre Ann Johnson. I couldn't agree more with that. I, I think the Amer how we educate and the American history has to be completely revamped. I also think, though, that when they say that, they also have to understand uh, Africa and its part and how it was dismantled in, in, throughout history and what was stolen. From, and, and understand what, what happened. Uh, that, you know, it, America stole people, but the, the, uh, the riches of Africa have been stolen from all around the world and the people. So, but I think this has, it lends the conversation to understanding as humans, we're not, we, we have a lot of work to do. But I, I think that this all has to be part of the edge. We, we are so not taking responsibility. And, that, and mm. it, the people who write textbooks, which were white, let's be honest, the people who wrote uh, American history and American textbooks are and white. And the Bible. And, and the, well, the Bible has rewritten to be white. The original we I would like to see an original Bible because it doesn't it doesn't which was written by a black man. Well, well, I don't think it was written though. It was the stories were told? Wasn't isn't that? Do you do you believe that this the original? It used to be stories. That's what the the uh, Old Testament is. It's just stories right. that are passed down. Okay. I, I don't know. There's a lot more to this. We could say I'm not the intelli I'm not intelligent enough to have this complete discussion. I'm just saying that if if white people have wrote these textbooks for schools in the 50s that we're still using today, obviously it's going to be told through a white lens, and that isn't where we are today. And not that we should have ever been there, but part of who we are to become better is to recognize where our shortcomings are and fix those. And that could easily be done. Mm -hmm. And the new curriculum needs to be done. And it needs to be done by people who are intelligent and who can uh, understand how to educate children. And I would hope that that could happen. Here, here. Last one. 
Is it? Is it? Uh, CC is back. Finally, it's happened to me. My in front of my face, and I just can't hide it. Finally, you got the love. The way I feel about you, man. Come be in love. You really, you really gave it your all on that one. Oh yeah. Hey A and A, hope all is good. All our women have fucking written in. D A D Deidre, Farrah, A B, uh, Shamon, and now Cece. Haven't heard from Shannon, but that's all our bitches. Um, all right. Hope all is good with you both. Hitting up Aries because I need to hear you sing my song. Which I just did, yeah, baby. In a big no way. Li- in a big way. No lie. These past two months have been hectic for me. So sorry I haven't been writing in when you put the Batman signal in the air. But trust I have been listening to you guys each week and still go back to re-listen to my favorite episodes. I heard last week that you both will be in Columbus, Ohio. But, oh, that's right. She's from here. But unfortunately, I won't be able to see you guys. I moved back home to Michigan last December. If you guys have any dates coming up, let me know. Damn, boo-boo. Um, also, I'm writing because I, too, miss hearing from the HBIC, which stands for the head bitch in charge, Farrah. Well, you heard her last week. Uh, hope all is good with her and the rest of the ladies. I know whenever she does write in, I hope she put some of them in a place for trying to come at her sideways. Yes, I am gassing you up, Farrah. Get him, queen. Uh, anyways, enough pussy power for one email. Loving the YouTube videos and think that was dope and smart idea. Also, I haven't forgotten, Aries, my invite to you to come on my podcast. Your boy, Murder Mook, is going to be battling, battle rapping soon. Oh, Mook didn't share this with us. Uh, Mook will be doing a two-on-two battle for URL. It's on the Double Impact card going down on March 27 on Caffeine TV. His partner is Calico. Calico, Calico! Oh, shit! And they both going up against T-Top and New Jersey Twerk. Um, pronounced like the, New, like the state of New Jersey. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the other three rappers, but I would love to hear you talk about your boy, even if it's for 10 minutes. Uh, feel free to email me for more details. Yeah, I'll email you and him because I'm mad Mook didn't say nothing. Um, and if it's the Calico, I think it is, out of Detroit, uh, that great battle with him and my man Loaded Lux, uh, Calico got bars. Holy shit. All right. White guy, your turn. Uh, nope. Hmm? I, I don't you don't know. have anything? No, not really. All right, well, say hello at least. Oh, I'm glad you wrote in. Uh, Ari, I, 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 somehow I just lost my place. Did I, you and really? I never, yeah. Oh. Uh, no, I'm actually happy that she joined back up. I thought you gave her a great song. Her dish reintroduced mm-hmm. her back to the podcast. Uh, I guess my only thing would happen why back in Michigan? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Is there much of a difference between Michigan and uh, Columbus, Ohio? I, I like Columbus. By the way, Ray Ray's. Yeah, that's right. Oh, from diners, drive-ins, and dives. Ray Ray's barbecue. Oh, man. I've never had a jerk chicken, boneless jerk chicken die with the seasoning. 
usually jerk chicken they come on come with the bone you know and i don't like to break the bones i get i get i almost want to faint when i got to break the bones but yo nigga i would even love to eat a jerk chicken sandwich put my leg up on the air conditioner as the cool breeze <laughs> shoot up my butthole around my eyes crack while i eat the sandwich and drink a red stripe um is that it yeah, I'm just going to introduce the uh, artist. Well, let me throw this out there. We're yeah. going to be uh, in Cincinnati April 2nd uh, and 3rd. Only two shows. Please get your tickets now. Uh, actually, when you're listening to this, uh, we'll be there that Friday, Saturday. Um, then we're in San Jose the 9th, 10th, and 11th. And then Huntsville, Alabama the 16th. No, yeah, 16th, 17th, and 18th. Get your tickets. We're selling out. Uh, I shouldn't say we're selling out. I haven't sold shit. Aries is selling out. Come I'll on, be there. Man. Come on, baby. I ain't selling tickets. No, but my name ain't anywhere. You selling the tickets? Don't do that to yourself, Daddy. It's okay. Someone has to make sure your coattails aren't dragging on the ground. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, this is from Junior Slater, entitled Legacy. Uh, his Instagram is Junior Slater. That's J U N I O R S L A T E R R. His Twitter is I am Junior Slater. I A M J U N I O R S L A T E R. Excuse me, here it comes. Uh, God damn! Um, Facebook, Junior Slater. J U N I O R S L A T E R. And his music is available on YouTube, Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify. Enjoy. Yeah. Huh. Turn me up loud. Picture me rolling as a legend in them killer fields. Top down, headed to my thumb, meant so you know the deal. My crib sitting on a hill in my hole and drill. Reminiscing by my mama's when we used to chill. I keep a thug policy with no enemies in my inner circle field with their jealousy. Only real city sickers making dime figures. Beds living undercover, steady pulling triggers. From the city where my hood love the snow. Where the fiends love to go. Bullets coming fast, money coming slow, you know. From a horse steady beating in the door. Can you tell me how a dog supposed to grow? Trouble to the sport. More real G's, bigger beer, showing true colors. Finish for that jungle puzzle, we were true lovers. Find a struggle in my eyes, just the two of us. When them villains like the rag going coincide. Heavy metal coming out like the 80s, but they blow their last breath like an unborn crack, baby. But tell me, God, am I forgiven? Am I good? I'm about to snap, cause I'm black, do it for the hood. Trying to see the flame from the hood, never die. Can they tell me why they killed my brother? Heart traumatized, visualize. I got a slide with my thug ambition. Cold with getting women with the softest linen. I notice people slanging and banging in crime zones. While this record out and playing is hanging on trap phones. It's a real way of life. Sometimes we gotta find us while we out of doing crime. Just the hood showing better love every time. Then the ones that's quick to give us up, give us life to itself, pay the fines. People catching bad breaks, my heart.
kun je verder bij me.